welcome back to another episode of Prep Talk podcast. I'm your host Vartika Bhandari and today we have one of our students with us to help you understand a little bit more about undertaking standardized tests from his personal experiences. Pranjal scored a super score of 1510 on his SAT exam, a 515 in EP Calculus BC, a 415 in A Physics C Mechanics and Computer Science. Aside from his academics, he is a lot into many extracurriculars involving sports and a lot more interesting things so without further ado let's get the podcast started hi pranjal welcome to the podcast hi ma'am how are you i'm fine how are you i'm doing good so let's start with the first question what uh, pushed you towards sat when we know there are two standardized tests right act and sat so what was that deciding factor that made you choose sat over act Oh uh, well, I have a uh, extended family living in the US. Mm-hmm. Uh, my cousins they stay there. They they're going to college over there only. Mm-hmm. So that's where I got inspired to go to college in the US. And I knew that he was taking the SAT. So since mm-hmm. I was more aware of the SAT at that point of time, uh, I just followed his footsteps. I remember he told me about Khan Academy and how mm-hmm. I can prepare from there. Mm-hmm. So I, that's that's where I started my journey. And I felt that okay, I know SAT. I mm-hmm. know that's uh, my extended family. My cousin has given it. Since mm-hmm. I knew more about it than ACT, I always knew that ACT existed. But then, mm-hmm. since I have the more confidence, okay, he's given it, he scored well. I feel I can score well in it too. That's okay. why I chose to give the SAT. Okay, all right. Talking about APs, you prepared for APs as well, and uh, some people might not understand how important APs are when it comes to uh, applying for colleges abroad, right? So I would like you to emphasize on the fact that how important role does AP plays when it comes to applying for colleges abroad. AP obviously are college courses, so mm-hmm. they give you an insight as to what you're basically looking forward towards, what you're going to be doing in college. So it's a very mm-hmm. nice warm up before college if you're mm-hmm. applying in the US, mm-hmm. and uh, it basically tells you, okay, this is what you're going to do, mm-hmm. and it basically tests you whether you are good enough to do it or not. And in case you're not, preparation AP prep basically helps you reach that level mm-hmm. of being good enough to. stand out from your peers who may or may not be able to do as well as you can mm-hmm. at that point of time mm-hmm. and it basically helps you get yourself acclimatized with the level of preparation that all the other students from the US have because they are going to be your main competitors while applying abroad right so uh, since you are uh, studying in an ICSE board how important uh, is ap all the more because uh, i understand that ib students don't have to undertake aps because their curriculum <laughs> is well known with the admission officers how important does it become uh, when it is uh, when your curriculum is not well known in the colleges or the countries that you are applying to so basically when we i visited colleges in the us the mm-hmm. thing that most of them talked about was course rigor and the okay. only way to show that course rigor which they look at very uh, important in a very important sense mm-hmm. because to them when they're comparing you to the students who are in their country they need to compare to see whether you can come at that level of their university of their college so to show that show, show that rigor they obviously if you ics your cbs student they don't mm-hmm. know your board as well so obviously they can't judge on the course rigor based of that so right. to give aps it basically gives them a sense as to okay this child can do well in, at the level that students from our country are doing so mm-hmm. to show that course rigor i think aps are really important 
all right all right now uh, talking about setbacks okay we understand being a school student involves a lot of things and catering to a lot of things together and while you are applying to abroad education there are all the more things added to your backpack right there are extracurriculars there are academics and you talk about ap's and you talk about standardized tests and the list goes on so how do you focus on time management and how did you face the setbacks because uh your teachers told me that you <laughs> faced a little bit um uh you know setbacks while you were preparing for ap calculus and the results the mock test results were not something that you were expecting them out to be but you changed the game entirely in a week so how did that happen and how did you uh manage to hold that setbacks and make it in a positive maneuver uh my major setback i feel was time management because mm-hmm. i had three aps going on and at the right. same time i also had my 11th second term examinations extracurriculars that are very important for mm-hmm. us uh, application and there there are a lot of school activities that come towards the end of 11th grade you will be giving farewells to your seniors mm-hmm. you'll have all that events and stuff so the time management bit was where i was struggling personally mm-hmm. i feel that i felt that i wasn't able to give time equally and as important as i could to all the aps that i was giving mm-hmm. that's where i was lacking mainly because i feel at that time i was doing decent in my other two aps but calculus was something that i wasn't faring too well in mm-hmm. as i kept uh, uh, coming closer to the aps i uh, i sat with the kanchana and then when i got my ap result i think one week before the exam i got a 1 out of 5 okay and that i think that was the like the moment where i realized okay this is not working i need to change something about what i'm doing i was mm-hmm. seeing recordings i was seeing worksheets that was not working well for myself mm-hmm. so i sat with a kanchana and then we decided mm-hmm. the schedule of about okay we have 7 days each mm-hmm. of the 7 days i can spend as much as time here i i that one week i did not go to school at all so i used to come here work on my calculus mechanics as well in uh, the same center but i used to spend a lot of time on calculus which really helped me because time management is where i was uh, messing up and also the way that i was studying it wasn't too good because i did not have someone guiding me mm-hmm. also the kanchanam sat with me for a long time almost each of those days and i feel that's what really helped me mm-hmm. i think it's really important for us to realize okay these are my strengths and these are my weaknesses if i'm not doing too well in something i think It, we need to learn to take a step back and to realize, okay, this is not working. I need to do something else. And obviously, teacher referring to a teacher at that point in time is really helpful because they obviously have seen more people like that. Mm-hmm. All right, I'm so glad that things worked out for you. And uh, okay, uh, keeping academics aside, how are extracurriculars working out for you? How are you focusing on extracurriculars? Because we understand that it is one of the major parts of your student resume. and what uh, extracurriculars are you involved in and what have you done to make sure that no uh, no buddy else is doing that and your uh, student resume stand out oh i'm a national level cricketer obviously mm-hmm. when you're applying to a degree like this you'll obviously people who are more inclined towards academic mm-hmm. so i feel like me being me being into sports that much and then working that with my academics is something that's really impressive mm-hmm. for the uh, campus officers to see mm-hmm. as well i'm also really uh, good in performing mm-hmm. uh, whether it be drama or debates or annuals mm-hmm. i'm big into performances mm-hmm. i love being on a stage i love being i love talking at any platform mm-hmm. and then at the same time there's a lot of academic uh, extracurriculars as well so i uh, i recently worked on a research paper that mm-hmm. i wrote with the hod of computer science and at nsut Okay. And I published it on the use of artificial intelligence in uh, in cricket. So it was That's something nice. that I could 
since I have both love computers, I had mm-hmm. to give something. I think my mind and wrote a really uh, good research paper on it. So mm-hmm. that was a really fun process. Well, it's a really good uh, co-curricular for me to submit as well. So that research project is done. I so I participate in a lot of competitions uh, with uh, computer science in mind. So recently, a competition was held at IISN Dhanbad. It was a web development competition. I came fourth in that competition. That's nice. There were more competitions which I've been taking part of. Internships. I did an mm-hmm. internship with Haryana Police Cyber Cell. Nice. Where I was the youngest person ever to do that internship. I did that in ninth grade. Mm-hmm. Where usually people who do that are either police officers, graduate students, so students in their last couple of years of college. Mm-hmm. And uh, I made a really good bonding with our mentor, uh, Rakshit Pandan, sir, who is taking that internship. Mm-hmm. And I feel yeah, these are my main curricular activities which will help me. That's really impressive. I think that's really impressive. Okay, so um, while you're preparing for all this, your ultimate goal is to go to a university in abroad. So are you focusing on UK or US? Because you mentioned you are huge on cricket, right? Yeah. And UK is dominant towards yes. cricket and not US not as much. Yeah. So what are your preferences when it comes to selecting a country between UK or US? I feel even though cricket is something that I really want to be attached <laughs> to it, I think I'll, my main focus would be US mm-hmm. because I have family over there. I think it's very important when we're going abroad, we look at that factor a lot because even though it might seem as a very um, nice thing okay I'm going to get free time I'm going to be all alone I think mm-hmm. that sometimes you do need that support You obviously you're in a foreign country if you ever need help family or external family anything like that is really helpful mm-hmm. that's why I think that's a major deciding factor as to why I'll be focusing on US I'll obviously be a, being applying to the UK as well because right. obviously I don't want to leave cricket right. then once I do get into once I do get the offers I'll obviously judge on basis of them as well Right. I think, yeah, cultural shock and, uh, you know, missing the family is one thing you only understand after you reach there. And it is not something that, you know, you pre-decide, but it's good thing that you're keeping that into consideration. All right. So talking about your classmates, how is the competition between the classmates? You know, you have the same goal of planning into a good university, right? So how is the competition like when it comes to academics or probably competing between um, extracurriculars? A lot of people might have the same interest as you. So how do you make sure that you stand out and how is the competition like? It's actually a very highly competitive environment in both school and even here mm-hmm. sometimes because most of my classmates who do work with me here in Tutela as well. Mm-hmm. It turns out because we're always trying to one-up each other because that's <laughs> right. the only competition we know because right. we know we're all going to be applying to majorly the same universities with majorly the same course right. so we're obviously okay no I'm going to be better than this guy I need to get better marks I need to get better extracurriculars mm-hmm. and then we'll obviously sit together sometimes like okay let's compare extracurriculars <laughs> and we'll try to one up like they'll try they'll start listing things and we'll also start li- I'll also start mm-hmm. listing things and it's actually a very highly competitive environment but I feel that's also good in a way because that actually gives you a sense as to what other people are doing so mm-hmm. until you know okay I need to be at least at this level or above mm-hmm. this level mm-hmm. then since you're not aware of what you need to do that's like a really negative aspect of it so the competition helps actually good to know good to know i hope all is in a healthy yeah, environment yeah, of course. <laughs> okay so um okay so all of the things that you've mentioned are highly um overwhelming and uh I don't know. When I was a student, I was not thinking about all these things. <laughs> Honestly, I was not into so many things together. But yeah, so it can get overwhelming at a point of burning out. And burnout is a real thing. Okay, I'm just saying it. 
it might be an unpopular opinion but for students as well it is a thing it happens you tend to lose interest in everything and everything together and um, it can be a state of mind as that so how do you make sure that you cool off and you have time to yourself and that you are not overwhelmed with all the process that is happening because you have counselor meetings you have classes you have school and yeah things goes on so how do you make sure that you are in the right headspace to manage all of things together like i mentioned before i cricket i'm really big on cricket cricket mm-hmm. is my like it's when i am in my zone it's like mm-hmm. my time okay. it's like my version of me time mm-hmm. when i'm playing cricket i i feel everything just disappears each time okay. i step into cricket nets or the cricket field all the all these factors all the tests examinations results this all goes out of my mind i'm only focusing on the game and i feel that's really important for everyone to have that one thing for me it's cricket because whenever i'm playing cricket my 100% focus is on the game and that really mm-hmm. helps because at that time i my results my college application all of that goes out of my mind so i feel that's why i cool down that's nice that's nice and some of um, you know our reliable sources have told me <laughs> that your mom calls you on mind what is the story behind that please <laughs> So basically, uh, my mom is a very religious person. She okay. prays to uh, all major gods in mm-hmm. Hinduism. She prays to uh, Hanumanji as well. What she believes in me is that if I decide as to this goal, I and if I work truly towards it, there's nothing that can stop me in completing that goal. So okay. she, that's why she calls me Hanuman because she feels that once I've said something, there's mm-hmm. no chance that anything can stop me from achieving my goal. And I think nice. that's. valid as well because as you can see with my results that is what happened <laughs> yeah that's true that's true but you need to have that nudge to <laughs> yes, get yourself yes. started right all right so share some of your study secrets with us because to go from you know 1 out of 5 in your aps to 5 out of 5 takes a lot people take months to go there and you know it's okay the, uh, we understand it does not start at one you know for most of the students but you were doing good then you you know you had your phase where you were not doing good and then you went straight up to getting a bang on score how did that happen like how did you get into that headspace of you know aiming and you achieving it i feel this might not be something purely <laughs> academic okay but my secret would be to always maintain a really good relationship with all your teachers whatever mm-hmm. subject you're doing always mm-hmm. make conversations with them talk to them make sure that they they're close to you basically because Until unless you have that, they won't be able to understand what problem you're facing. Mm-hmm. As a teacher, they obviously have an idea of what kind of story you are. But if you have that relationship with them, where they know you and you know them, mm-hmm. they'll really be able to understand. Okay, this I know this child. This is the problem he's facing. I can get that he's doing this. So they'll mm-hmm. work on you as well. Because if you have like a very uh, nice dynamic with your teacher, they'll obviously really like to help you out in situations like I was when I was getting a one on five. Mm-hmm. Akanshram sat with me. multiple hours oh, oh, i think almost 2 to 3 to 4 hours a day at a stretch and mm-hmm. i feel that was easy for both of us to sit that long because of the dynamic that we had mm-hmm. and i feel yeah that's and that's true for all subjects you're taking even if you're getting good results in something you should always try to maintain a good relationship with all your teachers which is the case for me for all the teachers i've had it to tell about shalima akansha mm-hmm. abhishek sir Om sir as well. I've always ha- had a, like a good dynamic and a good relationship with them, which I feel is my secret. 
Right. So as you mentioned that you spent four hour long, <laughs> took four hour long classes, you practically <laughs> lived that Nutella. So how has your entire experience been with preparing for SATs and, you know, banging a good score over there and then with your AP results? I feel it's a really friendly environment to Nutella. It's like a very homey type of space. <laughs> you can get space to yourself. You can always have classes. You can be comfortable like uh, compared to school it's a very fun place to be mm-hmm. it's not like i'm sat here being forced to sit here and do some work it's, mm-hmm. the teachers are very nice everyone uh, even the people who are not teaching you they'll be very nice to you they'll always help you out mm-hmm. and then even if sometimes you're tired you just need that space yourself you can always get that if you tell yeah you can get that on yes. the floors near <laughs> <laughs> a teacher's desk <laughs> yeah plus there's always the location factor right supermarkets a very good place always mm-hmm. like if i'm here like i was here from 11 to 8 for almost right. weeks yeah <laughs> i used to go down we used to have walks have lunch at kfc which is a super favorite spot yeah <laughs> so just the fact that i could go and have a walk anytime come back resume my classes do keep doing my work just have that sort of factor okay i'm not being forced to keep it it's a very friend i enjoy being at tutela here mm-hmm. i think that's what allowed me to mm-hmm. practically live at tutela <laughs> right. or end up sleeping on the floors of tutela <laughs> as well right all right it has been so nice having you here and thank you so much for doing this podcast it has been very interesting and for all the listeners i hope uh, you took a lot of things out of what pranjal said and i agree with most of them yeah almost all of them so uh, yeah uh, thank you pranjal for being here thank you so much ma'am all right i'll see you in the next one stay tuned don't forget to share with your friends who are in the same journey and i'll see you in the next one bye bye